War. War never changes. You perform your function admirably. A man chooses. A slave obeys. It is morning, which it's only like 9 a.m. So we're kicking it off early, guys. I got way too much stuff to do tomorrow. And there's totally orange chicken on the front of my phone. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain. I hope you all enjoy my struggles. Good morning, everybody. And welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide to Gaming. We are here we are awake. We have our coffee. I got my smart notebook, which I just have to throw this out there already and say that I love this notebook and I cannot wait to use it uh, come tomorrow because I start school tomorrow. But I have filled all of these pages. And what do I do? I scan it. It immediately goes to a folder on my cloud and I just put water on it and erase it. And then I start all over again. I don't know how many fucking notebooks I go through all the time. It's pretty nice. In all honesty, I highly recommend it. And I'm super excited because it's got all my dates and it's got a calendar. It's got like little places I can doodle. I highly, highly condone this notebook. I'm pretty sure y'all can hear me flipping the pages and whatnot. But I wanted to ask everybody, even though nobody really responds... So I'm just going to go out and ask, um, how do y'all drink your coffee in the morning? Or if you drink coffee, like, I didn't have mine readily available, so I had to use some, uh, great value, like, Colombian coffee. <laughs> and I'm so contradicting myself in, in my coffee mug this morning. I'm a high collector of coffee mugs. I like how they say funny things and they make me giggle when I drink my coffee. But this morning, I picked a mug that's got Vader on it, because Vader's the OG. But it says, I like my coffee on the dark side. And I put so much creamer in this coffee. <laughs> it looks, it's not even like, it's not even chocolate colored. It's like mocha. No, it's not even mocha. It's like creamer with a hint of coffee. If, if you can tell me what that color is. It's very, very light. It's like a little bit darker than me because my arms are really tan right now. So contradicting myself, but hey, it's coffee and it's only nine o'clock in the morning. So who knows at this point? <sighs> All right. We got some highlights through through the week, which I think are, are pretty awesome. Um, come tomorrow, I will be purchasing plane tickets for my son over the summer. I can't wait to go and do a bunch of stuff down in LA and like San Francisco and stuff and take him to all these aquariums and 
just fun, fun places around California. So if anybody who listens in California has a, a suggestion, by all means, like, let me know. Because that little boy is about to turn five in two weeks. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a five-year-old. And I just want him to experience everything. But that's that's a good highlight. Let's see. Another one I had. Um, I have a problem with <laughs> the way that things are done. Like, so I have a storage unit. Um, obviously, because I just moved to California. In in the few months that we've already been here, our storage unit was broken into. Um, we had a substantial amount of losses, and we actually moved our storage unit yesterday to a corner unit. We found even more stuff, like my longboard's missing, my entire duffel bag of backpacks. Like, I'm talking really expensive backpacks, backpacks that I've had for a while, my son's backpack. All that was taken. Uh, We realized that our golf clubs were gone. Well, they're not mine. They're my boyfriend's. But that was easily like a $2,000 golf club set. So it sucks. But we were the only, I guess, people who filed like police reports and did everything we had to do. I'm just trying to get out of that storage unit as quickly as possible. Because if it happens again, I swear to God, I'm suing the company. That's like, that's my entire life in a box, literally a box. So I wouldn't really consider that a highlight. I mean, it's just something that it took up literally most of the day yesterday to be able to move that stuff. Let's see what else. Uh, I had two days off of work, which was, eh, it was nice, but it wasn't because I know my paychecks can be a little meh this week. Monday, I had the whole day off because I had to get my California license, yada, yada. Um, And then Wednesday... Was it Wednesday? No, it was Thursday. I just, I couldn't, I had a migraine. Like I felt like crap. I ate a Lunchable the day before and it just, it made me so sick. So I slept 95% of the day. I was so tired. I took so much medicine. Like, I don't know. I went to work the next day. I felt fine on Friday. So we really, really didn't do much this week. We're just kind of trying to wind down and I've been dying to go see the new Batman movie with my boyfriend, but he doesn't want to go to the movies. So It's just a waiting game at this point, guys. No, okay, here it is. Here's my highlight, my biggest highlight, is I like to impulse buy on Steam games. And I did so with a few games because they have the sale going on right now for the, like, SimFest. So it's a bunch of simulation games. And for anybody who listens, uh, knows that one of my favorite games of all time is House Flipper. So I went ahead and got uh, Planet Crafter. I went ahead and got the police patrol simulator. And then I got uh, Aquatist. I think that's how you say it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I played those so much yesterday. I think I was on the Aquatist game till about eight something. And then I jumped on Planet Crafter. And let me tell you, I got so frustrated because it doesn't tell you like how to do things. So it's a lot of figuring it out on your own. But when I finally got the hang of it, like, I've already got, like, nine bases. And uh, I got to run back to my other ones to put beacons so that I can see if I'm near a base. Like, I can just run there. But it's it's a very cool game. And I haven't dove that much into Police Simulator just because I know the game is still in development. It's, it's pretty cool right now, I'm not going to lie. I handed out so many parking tickets and, like, tickets for people drinking in public, which is so funny. Littering. So many people were littering. And I actually had one guy 
he was like high on drugs and he got away because I didn't know how to like apprehend him. I didn't know how to pull out a taser gun because it doesn't tell you any of that. So, but other than that, like I'm super happy about Potion Crafter. It's like a little alchemy game. I mean, the, the probably dumbest games that people would think are really stupid to play, but I will dive like, dear God, I don't know how many hours I will go into that. I'm going to open my Steam right now just so I can tell you guys like I have 98 games in my Steam library. Jesus fucking Christ. It is called Aquatus. Oh, I bought Parkasaurus. Like <laughs> I bought Mega Aquarium. I mean, all these little simulation games, Animal Shelter Simulator, like come on. I'd be playing some dumb games. But at the same time, like I have all the BioShock games, I have all the Assassin's Creed games, and I mean all of them. You know, I've got the Fallout games, all the Elder Scrolls games, um, the Jurassic Worlds, the Left 4 Deads. Let's see what else. The Sims, I've already said that. I've got all the Tomb Raiders, uh, both Subnautica's, like We Happy Few, all the Witchers, both Dying Lights. Like, I'm not just a simulation game player. Like, I love to play these other games. Um, but right now, like, that's kind of where I'm at, is that it's just so zen, if that makes sense. Now, last week, I totally forgot to end my end my uh, episode properly, and I feel really dumb for doing so. Oh, there's a text message. Oh my god. I don't care. We're gonna turn that off. Last week, I did not end my episode properly, because I didn't list literally anything uh, that you guys can follow me on or find me on, so my apologies for that. I'm gonna definitely be sure to fix that this week. After kind of opening my RSS and seeing my analytics and whatnot, like, man, we down in Texas now. Ooh, Longhorns. We are now in Norway. Holy cow. That shit makes me excited. And of course, I'm in my hometown because my father listens. Hey, dad, what's up? I know my mom listens too. So, hey, mom. <laughs> Lord. But today we are going to be... I just, I had to go into it super early. I had to, to do it because I talk about it so much. Uh, today, we're talking about House Flipper. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whole episode of House Flipper. And how it has affected my relationships. Or benefited. However you want to look at it. I view it both ways. So, I'm going to be talking a lot about the game. Um, my sources are mainly from the House Flipper Wikipedia and my own personal playthrough of the game. We're going to be literally, and I'm talking like A to Z on a lot of, of House Flipper and why I play it so much and why I love it so much. And if you don't care, then you know what? So what? <laughs> so as I'm, I pulled up Steam for a reason because I wanted to list those games and I wanted to tell you guys that I have. 42 out of 61 achievements on this game. Last time I played it was yesterday. Um, I'm still trying to get the achievements but because of what happened and my game got erased. Like, I now have to get these achievements <laughs> from the bottom up. So that's pretty sad. But I have 364 hours and 30 minutes on this game. Okay, which doesn't seem like a lot when, when you say it like that. But, okay, we're going to pull up calculator. We're going to say, what, 364... There's 24 hours in a day, so we'll divide it by 24. Like, that's 15 days I've played this game. And trust me, I know. There's people who've 
had like 900 hours on a game. Okay, I get that. That's a lot of fucking playtime. I take pride in this game. I love this game. I think it's amazing. So uh, I already said my sources. So the description of House Flipper, for those of you who don't play or for those of you who do, we're just going to call it what it is. Um, House Flipper is a simulation game that was developed by Frozen District and published by Playway SA on May 17th, 2018. So it's utilized by the Unity engine, playable on Mac, Windows, PS4, Xbox, Switch, iOS, Android, and it is a single player game. The gameplay of this involves fixing up properties in order to create a profit, obviously. (laughs) The name says it all, it's House Flipper. Um, You have tasks that you perform such as painting, laying tile, cleaning, vacuuming up cockroaches, or glass. If you don't like the cockroaches, they did add a setting that if you, you know, you're like a bugophobic or something, you can switch it so you don't have to look at cockroaches, which I don't care. I think it's funny. You do installations on fixtures. You do demolition. You fix and personalize homes. You complete quests and buy houses to fix and sell. So it doesn't seem like a really complex like game, but when you first open House Flipper, okay, you get this really, really shitty house that I'm telling you, like you go in, it's a bed, a bathroom, and a really shitty kitchen. And it's got like a desk. So you have to basically trash everything in there. I like to knock the windows, the windows? No, I do knock the windows out because that is an update. When you first bought this game, you couldn't do that. It was very simplistic. It was go in, clean, sell some shit, buy some shit, done. But now, ooh, you can knock the windows out. You can put them wherever. You can paint this. You can tile that. You can mold the ceilings. Like, it's beautiful. You get this really shitty house in the beginning. Like, the yard is fucking massive, which I find so funny. But what I like to do is I go in there and I sell everything. And I put my computer, like, in a windowsill. When you go into your little house flipper computer, you have to accept jobs. Like, people email you jobs. And you go in, you do a job. You complete it 100% and then you're on your way to the next job. Okay, it'll always take you back to your house so you can go back to your computer, click on another job. In the more recent updates, they added a feature to where it takes pictures of the before and after for you and then it like adds them to your portfolio, which I think is pretty cool because you can see the difference that you make. And then if you ever want to play through again, like honestly, I think I put the same shit in the same spot every single time. So it's just so funny. But once you get more into doing the jobs and whatnot, like, if you're like me, I have to have the DLC to literally every single game. And I'm not lying there. I spend a lot of money on video games, guys. I have a problem. It's not a problem, actually, because my boyfriend encourages it. Our bills are paid. Our kids are happy. Like, we good. Okay, we got gas in the car. Done. (laughs) And man, these gas prices. Let me tell you, it is not. There's like three places in Bakersfield that I've found that are under $6. And it's cheaper if you pay cash, like 30 cents cheaper. So I'm gonna have to start joining these little rewards programs that these places offer because, ugh. What is it? Like the shell right around the corner is like six sixteen. Oh my God. Going from Wyoming to that? Holy shit. It was like three. People thought it was crazy out there when it was like three forty seven, And then I come here, I'm like, um, our gas prices are doubled, but I get it. It's California. So back back to House Flipper. <laughs> Obviously, you're doing these jobs. You continuously going back to this uh, same little shitty house. Like 
Oh, DLCs. That's where we were. DLCs. So if you're like me, you have to have the DLC to everything. And when I first bought this game, like I was super excited about it. Okay. I bought it maybe a month after it came out because back then I did not have money. Um, I was struggling very much. I was in a very unhealthy relationship. So me kind of spending, you know, $24.99 on a game was kind of unheard of because my ex used to make me sell my video games so that we would have extra money. Um, that's never a good feeling. But I had a laptop at the time. I had a MS... No, it wasn't an MSI. Oh my God, my dad has a laptop now. It was a gaming laptop. I don't know, my ex bought it for me. It just didn't have a disk drive, which I had to buy like an external one. But uh, it was it was good enough for me to play on. Like, you know, certain games, obviously House Flipper when it first came out because there wasn't so much that went into it. Um, I did have to turn the graphics down a little bit, which sucked. When it first came out, it was good. I liked it, okay? It was very simplistic. You know, you go in, you sell something, you you mop something, you wipe the windows, like, okay, golden. You throw all the trash out. It's it's gotten better with all of the DLCs. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the, the first DLC that they had, it was free, which was awesome. It was released the same day with the game. So it was like an apocalypse DLC. So you had... Uh, clients and houses that now you could go into like bunkers or like shelters and, you know, doomsday prepper shit. So you had all these industrial type like generators and you could put an AK-47 on the wall because, you know, in times like zombies, when you live in a shelter, you got to protect yourself. Um, Canned goods, jars, like massive jars, you know, buckets of food, gallons of water, like, it was pretty cool. So the fact that they released that with the game, it was awesome. It added, like, five new houses to not only Quest, but you can buy them afterwards. And then you can flip them and sell them for profit. Or keep it, you know, depending on how you play. Uh, a year later, on May 16th, 2019, they released the Garden Flipper DLC. And let me tell you, when, that shit, when I seen that shit announced, like, oh, I was fucking lit. Okay, I was super excited because in the beginning of the game, they only let you like have a weed whacker, which don't get me wrong. I mean, that shit takes forever. But now, like with the Garden Flipper DLC, you can completely clear the lawn. Okay, you can take out trees. You can plant trees. You can plant bushes. Like you can make a Zen garden now. Like there's so much that you can do in this game when the Garden Flipper DLC came out. Uh, it allowed you to compete in, like, garden contests. So you had your house to flip. Okay, you're buying a house. Really super simple, cheap one. Okay, you flip the inside. It looks amazing. It looks as best as it can be if it's, like, a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom. Um, and then you go outside and you have this over-blooming, just trees everywhere. You have a garden. Like, you've got a little section in the back where it's got a hammock. Like, you can add pools. Like, there's so much shit that just goes into it. That makes your, it's like your dream garden, okay? I mean, when you're playing the game and you have these quests that do, do, deal, do, deal, deal with the garden <laughs> flipper DLC, you can go in and like the personal request, you know, oh, pull these bushes out and lay turf sod. Okay. Okay. Then you move to the next little section and it's like pull these bushes out and plant uh, this giant bush. Okay, go around, clip the hedges. No, not clip the hedges, clip the lawn. 
Jesus Christ, mow the lawn. <laughs> Take all the weeds out. Uh, and then you go around the back and it's like, cut these two trees down, plant this pool or put in like a koi pond. Um, I know there's one when you get more into it. It's like a Japanese garden that you have to build for somebody. So you got to like do bamboo trees and do little like Japanese trees and like a river and stuff like that. So it's pretty, it's pretty nice. But alongside the Garden Flipper DLC, it obviously applies that you can renovate the gardens on the properties. Um, you participate in the garden competitions, which adds value to your house. So if you participate in that, depending on the diversity that you put in there and how well it's set up um, and how well it goes with what the client likes, then it makes your house worth more. It added the weed cutter, the lawnmower, which they call it a petrol mower. So I'm pretty sure that's um, in England. But yeah, no, it, uh, it adds a lot and it makes the game so much better because when you sell a house and... It, the lawn does not look nice and there's fucking weeds everywhere and, you know, these dead trees. It, it, it doesn't make for a pretty aesthetic. That DLC was probably one of my personal favorites. Turn the page here, guys. All right. Now, a year after that, they released on May 14th, 2020, the HGTV DLC, which I was trying to remember this HGTV because I was talking about House Flipper last episode, and that's what it is. That's the reality show. That's the TV show I was looking for. Um, this features obvious new job items, new houses, uh, gameplay mechanics, and properties that can be bought, fixed up, flipped, sold. <clears throat> but you had to complete the corresponding jobs. That's actually where I'm at in, in my point in the game right now, because I had to restart. I'm doing all of the HGTV houses, which are you go into a house... You obviously, you know, clean it, yada, yada, but they give you options. So you either side with the woman or you side with the man. Um, you have a budget, so you have to stay within that budget. You get to decide, like, you know, they have you, like, clean up the kitchen, sell all the old nasty burners and cupboards and stuff. And then they're like, okay, well, should we keep it small or should we, like, knock out this wall and enter it into the whole house and keep it modern or... You go up into the uh, bedroom. You go up into the bedroom and it's like, oh, should we do old antique furniture or should we paint it like bright pink? You know, it's you get to decide, which makes it super cool because the jobs before that, they give you like the option to to do the task, but they only like, you know, oh, paint with spring green. Okay, lay this couch down, put this TV on the wall. So in this other one, you have the option, but... You have to stay within the budget or else, you know, it's not good. My chair's creaking. <laughs> I need a new chair. With the HGTV DLC, you also get to like do beachfront houses, you know. They give you a lot more in your in your shop. So you don't just have like the basic house flipper items that they gave you in the beginning. You now have like these super nice like stuff that you would actually see on HGTV when they show these houses and whatnot. Okay, well, this couch is old and outdated. Like, let's do it with this more modern square leather one. Or let's get the coffee table that's made out of marble. You don't just have like the wooden coffee tables. Like there's so many things that it added to that. It's fucking beautiful. 
The the next DLC that they released, which oddly enough is on my birthday, it was the November 19th, 2020 free Cyberpunk DLC. And they released it in correspondence with Cyberpunk 2077. I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, it adds new properties for renovation as well as props all centered around the Cyberpunk thing. And let me tell you, I use so many of those. I have a weird obsession with like LEDs and the way that it just brings an aesthetic together. It's, it's weird. But they added like cyberpunk fridges and couches and beds and lights and windows and doors. Like they added so much of the cyber, like for anybody who've ever, who, who he's for anybody who's ever played cyberpunk. God damn. You know, like everything is super futuristic. It's super fucking badass. It actually really makes me want to play Cyberpunk. I specifically bought it for the PC and the PlayStation and the Xbox. <laughs> oh, God. I have a problem. Everything in there is super futuristic, which, again, makes it, like, super blocky. Um, not, like, pixelated blocky, but it just makes it look dope. So if you're getting a client that is about, like, business, okay, there is one guy who's, like, that's not enough room for my documents when you're just selling everything in the house to fucking clean it up and whatnot. Like that's probably a good guy to sell it to. Or like the bachelor who's like, I need a TV in every single room. What? There's no TV in the bedroom. This is blasphemy. They actually say some weird shit and it's so funny. You, you have the option to like change the color on it. They give you like gaming fucking, they had like a gaming day um, they had like Christmas stuff, they had Valentine stuff, but with the, the cyberpunk DLC honestly just adds like the futuristic element. And let me tell you, they added a fucking house. It's, I'm pretty sure it's like $487,000, but you can buy it on the fucking moon. Okay. So if anything corresponds well enough with that, like they give you houses, well, obviously you have to buy them. You have to earn the money. Duh. They give you these houses to to flip that correspond with the themes that they're releasing on after you complete all the quests for them. So yeah, but that DLC was free, which was fucking awesome. All the other ones I've been paying for. All right. Again, with this next one, um, the luxury flipper DLC. Now it did not give me a release date on that. So I was a little iffy on that, but it now um, incorporates Moonrise Bay, which includes huge villas. Okay, and I'm talking huge. Like, if I lived in a place like that, oh my God, I would never leave. All right, indoor pools, glazed ceilings, despicable neighbors, which yes, they're all snooty and hoity-toity, all right? You can buy huge abandoned industrial buildings um, and with the time and effort, because it does take time and I, I've, I'll go into that in a second, like you can turn them into incredible mansions. Before my game got erased, I completed all of these DLCs, okay? And I was just buying all the houses and flipping them, you know, making a profit. I was already a millionaire in that game. But I was living as like my main office in an industrial building. I turned it into like my little mini gothic looking heaven, but it also had like a lot of garden heaven to it. You get like a really big walkway. Okay, you go in, there's like a room on the side that it looks like it could be like a workout room. Like I turned it into my like mud room, quote unquote, with a bathroom. Um, so there's 
Oh, I can't remember what color I painted it. I wish I would have taken a fucking picture of it. But once you go from that room to the to the main room, like the living room, like the ceiling is two floors. Okay, so there's a big area that you have to, like you gotta pull in scaffolding to fucking get up there and paint shit or tile stuff. Um, it's all like white brick on the inside because I, I just love the way that looks, especially because it's an industrial building. Um, but I have like my little TV with my 85 inch TV. Uh, and the only way, I know I'm like veering, I have one bubble and there's like 82 different bubbles on the outside of these that I'm like, oh, this one, this one, this one, this one. So part of why I love this game so much is because there are people who like go into the house flipper workshop and just create shit like blanket ladders and um, trophy stands and 90 inch TVs. Like they have a whole wall length desk for the people who like the gaming part of the house flipper. So I utilize that also because they're super, super like luxurious and whatnot, but I wanted the big fucking TV. So I put the TV up there. Okay. And then I have like my Gothic style, like dining room. That's right off of the living room, still in the same room, but it's got like my, you know, 20, 20 chairs. Um, I've got wine glasses of blood on there. <laughs> All right. You have my, my kitchen, which is like an open, it's, it's a really big open floor plan. I just, I use the indents and like section it off, but you have my super high tech, like luxury kitchen with a pantry on the side. You go upstairs and I have like a severely massive gothic bedroom that goes out onto a balcony where you have like sun chairs and like a fire pit. Okay, you have a bathroom, which is again, super high tech, like, and then off to the right is, it was like a little reading room. It had just a bunch of decorations, a bunch of plants in there. And then it had another deck off the back of that, which that was more like the hangout deck. Uh, and then I did not get to finish the outside before my game got wiped, but I started on like a luxurious pool that faced the ocean and I did like a little garden out front. I made a parking space. I like sectioned off my front patio with lights. And when I buy a house uh, that I know I'm going to keep, like I make it super like how I would want something. I started working on another mansion I bought so I could have like my son's room, my daughter's room, me and my boyfriend's room, a game room. And then I had like a kitchen, another room, a living room, a sit-in room, a walk-in room, a mud room, like there was a laundry room, a pantry. There was, there was so many. Okay. With the luxury flipper DLC, like it's the same, not the same, but it's more or less along the same lines of the HGTV DLC because you do have to complete jobs. Um, you have the hoity-toity people who are like, oh, I'll just use the first first mission you get as an example. It's a yacht, okay? And you can buy this yacht. It's really fucking nice. So the kid threw a party. He's like, oh my God, my dad's coming back early. Like this place needs to look like it never happened, which, okay. <laughs> first of all, he blew up the damn like wine cooler and he buys a different one. So obviously same thing with like the gas stove. First, it was an electric top. Now it's a gas burner. So obviously shit's going to get noticed. Like one thing I love that they added to this DLC is that you can take like old furniture that obviously has been, you know, looks like it's been passed down, um, but you can renovate it. So they give you, you click on it, you go to renovation mode. You have to like sand the whole thing down 
Um, and then you get to paint it and pick the color, you know, like stain the wood, pick the color of the, the new fabric that goes on it. And then you get to re-put it in. You can't sell it. So don't even try it. But just the fact that they added that little aspect of that, I freaking don't know why I just said that. I fucking love it. <laughs> just trying to censor myself. I do sometimes. That, in all honesty, the houses that you can buy, I haven't gotten there yet and I was working my way up, but they added a fucking castle. Okay, a castle. Haven't gotten there yet, but when I do, like, I'm gonna start just blowing my tweet, my tweet, my twi- my Twitter, fuck, my Twitter up with how much A, these properties cost and like the before and after, okay? I need to, I need to start doing that. Because I do everything on my computer anyway. With all of these DLCs that they release, like the newest one, and that's as of April 1st, 2022, so many new items, new apartments, vinyls to go, vinyls? Yeah, vinyls to go with the new retro themes, carpets, doors, windows, stuff like that. Okay. I kid you not, guys. It's the, they can't really say it, but it's the friends update. So you get to buy fucking Monica and Rachel's and Chandler and Joey's apartments, okay? For any of you who love Friends, and I know there's so many of you who do, like, that is not the fucking dream right there. Oh my God, I wouldn't sell a goddamn thing in there. I would immediately replace it because I would want to keep both of those fucking properties. But that's one thing I got super excited about. Again, still in the beginning stages of the game, so I haven't gotten there yet. I'm gonna buy, like, the first five shitty houses fix them up real quick, get the money to buy them. One thing in this update that I legitimately, and I mean legitimately, died laughing is that I went to do a job and I had to knock down a couple of walls. So I pulled my sledgehammer out, okay? This motherfucker doesn't pull out a sledgehammer, okay? He pulls out a fucking shotgun. All right, developers, that, you need to leave it, okay? Upgrade your fucking strength in your perk chart as high as you can, because if that shotgun stays, like, that thing just brings me so much joy, and it's so stupid, and it's so funny at the same time, okay? It's it's beautiful. <laughs> just bam, and then you gotta reload, hit the next wall, bam, reload, hit the next wall, bam! Like, I fucking, I legitimately took a picture of it and sent it to my best friend. I was like, girl, <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> I started, oh my God, I started getting teary-eyed because I'm laughing. But it was called the April's, April Fool's Day update, which developers, like designers, like I fucking love you guys. This game just brings me so much joy, especially for the aspect of that. If it, if it stays, I'm super excited. If it goes away, like I'm glad I got to use it at least once, okay? So you guys are out there fucking killing it. <laughs> Alongside... This, this new, new update that is literally two days ago. Um, we got another one coming in May of 2022, okay? And this one, let me tell you, it's the Pets DLC. Now, this allows you to adopt, take care of uh, animals. I, dear God. Okay. The Pets DLC. It allows you to adopt Take care of wonderful animal companions. It gives you new exclusive orders, countryside properties, and tons of unique items, okay? That's just the description that I'm getting from my sources, okay? 
I've also looked videos up on YouTube and watched their videos, which I see them all the time on Steam. And it's the second I seen it, boom, in the wish list. Okay, say less. From the videos that I've seen is that you get like dogs, cats, pigs, bunnies, animals, okay? You get to actually, it's like the fucking Sims Pets DLC, but way cooler because it's in first person view. So I'm super excited. When this update comes out, I mean, I'm telling you, my social life is already non-existent, so this is just gonna make it more non-existent. But when this comes out, me and my daughter, I'm gonna set her in my lap and we are gonna play this together because she's been watching me play this animal simulator or animal shelter simulator and she, puppy, kitty. And then every time she sees a cat that looks like our cat, she goes, Callie. No, baby, that's not Callie, but it looks like her. Final DLC that is, well, not pro hopefully, hopefully not final, but the one that's announced that they're still working on, okay? The farm DLC. No release date as of right now. This is gonna allow you to basically be a legit farmer, all right? You get the hoeing, the seeding, the harvesting, the repairing old barn houses, taking care of the wide variety of farm animals, sheep, pigs, horses, cows, roosters, chickens. I'm yelling. I'm just so excited about this, okay? <laughs> From the trailer that I watched, it's, again, you get new properties, obviously more countryside properties, but you get to fucking fix up farms, guys. Farms! This is like... I said this before, I can't play Farming Simulator because I hate driving that damn tractor and it's just weird. You could ride the fucking horses in this one. Okay, but still. <laughs> I'm so excited for these DLCs. It's so stupid, but I love it so much. So there's no release date as of right this moment for that one, but when it, I tell you what, when it drops this game, I will buy everything and anything I can for this game just because I love it so much. Those are along the lines of DLCs in In-House Flipper. Okay, and I've, I've already explained why I love them and why I play this game so much. Aside from just having DLCs in this game, like, you do have a perk chart, okay? The more you paint walls, the more you knock down walls, the more you lay tile, okay, the more you clean, you get perk points that allow you to obviously get better. I think the most useful one in, in my mind is the painting and the cleaning, you have to paint so many fucking walls. Like the first one, it's maybe like 40 walls and then you get an upgrade, but you have six different upgrades and you can only put one of them in each. So imagine how long that takes to, to level up your, your perk chart, but you'll get to the point where you can paint four walls at the same time. Like you can build walls that are already painted. You know, you can expand the walls instead of building one by one by one by one. If you want to build a whole fucking wall. Okay. Well then you just span it across the whole room. From when I started playing this, this game back in 2018, like I was immediately hooked. I was all about trying to make like these houses look amazing. These houses look really fucking badass. And like, just honestly, like I fell in love with it. Now, when I first started playing this game, as I said before, I was in a very toxic marriage. Um, in the beginning, my ex- was like, eh, okay, like 25 bucks, like that's too much, but sure, whatever. Um, I did have to pull like extra shifts and whatnot, which is never fun. Every time I would get like super excited about something, um, it just, it was not, it was not reciprocated, which made me really sad because I was 
honestly, like in love with this game. I was so proud of what I was doing. Like I love video games and to have somebody sit there and look at you and be like, Oh, well, why do you care? Like it's stupid. You could do that in real life. Like you could make money doing that, you know? Okay. Well, it's, it's a lot different. Like I'm not a carpenter. I'm not an electrician. I'm not a plumber. Very, very just toxic. I loved the game. I wanted to play it all the time. I was so proud of everything that I was doing and I was not getting like, it, I wouldn't say the validation, but I wanted him to like be like, oh babe, like that's awesome. Like that's really cool. You know, what did it look like before? I didn't get any of that. Okay. Fast forward a little bit to when me and my boyfriend started talking, I would play this game as I was like video chatting him. And of course he would be playing Battlefield or something or Arkham Knight. He would ask me like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just playing House Flipper. Oh, dope. What house are you on? Like, what color are you going to paint it? Like he would ask me what I was doing in the game. I said this last episode, but it's still, still to this day because he <laughs> constantly watches me play House Flipper. And I always ask his opinion too, because he, he encourages me to play this game. All right. Every time a DLC comes out. I actually had to ask him to buy me one once. And he's like, of course, babe. Like, why would you ask? So again, difference. <laughs> but when when we were FaceTiming, I was painting the outside of the house. I was trying to make it look good. Okay, it, was, it looked horrendous. But I drifted because I was looking at him. And I started painting the grass. And he still, to this day, will never let me live it down. But... From from the beginning of me playing and him, like, watching me or him, like, I would show him the room before I even did anything. You know, how, like, how dirty it was. The walls are all caving in. There's cockroaches on the ground. Okay. And then I would send him pictures later and be like, hey, this is what I did to that house. And he's like, holy fuck. Like, that's badass. Like, I love the way that looks. Like, those are really cool colors, you know. Just any little thing that I was proud of, he was proud of me for doing a game that I have loved for four years now that I still don't get tired of like that honestly is is the difference between dating somebody who games and dating somebody who doesn't game okay dating somebody who doesn't game they get mad at you they don't understand why you're excited like they don't get the amount of time and effort that you put into what you're doing now, dating somebody who games, again, he sits two feet from me and he'll look over and see what I'm doing, ask me questions, or I'll lean over and be like, hey, babe, like what color scheme should I make this room? And he'll tell me, you know, hey, do you like this couch or this couch? Oh, I like this one. Okay. He'll tell me. That is genuinely, it warms my heart. It makes me so fucking happy because I put a lot of time and effort into this game. And to see, somebody else take pride or honestly just give me like, oh, I don't know what it's called. An affirmation? No, it's not an affirmation. A smile, like a pat on the back. As simple as that. It is so, it's more rewarding than the game. I'll tell you what, like that's, that's the biggest thing for me is that the way that me and my boyfriend are about video games is that I'm never going to get mad at him for buying a video game. I'm never going to get mad at him for playing them until fucking two, three o'clock in the morning, which we don't do anymore because we, you know, we both work full-time jobs. To share that love that you have for video games with another person, it's, it's so incredible. 
And that's why for people who do play a lot of simulation games or like Minecraft or Terraria or Stardew, like these games take massive amounts of time. Okay, you're not just going in, killing somebody, winning the match, going on to the next one. You know, 20 minutes tops, maybe. Okay, these these games take time and effort. And I want to say love, like I love House Flipper, but there's no way for somebody to be in a, a happy relationship if your partner is going to bring you down on the shit that you love. Okay, and I realized that in in my previous relationship is that my love for gaming was only growing. It was only getting bigger and bigger. The more games that came out, the more games that I wanted to play, the more games that I wanted to try, it was causing a wedge in my marriage and it only got worse and worse. Again, bending to somebody's will is not how, how you should go about it. And I did stop streaming. I did stop gaming and it killed me. It made me so unhappy. I was so depressed because of it. And then I met somebody who was like, no, you need to do that. You need to play video games. You need to stream. Like, you need to be you. That's the difference in in if your partner is down there degrading you about, you know, playing 14 different matches of the same game row after row, row after row type. Time after time after. You're spending a lot of time on the games, Okay then you need to sit them down and tell them like, this is what, this is what I love about it. This is what makes me happy. You know, for me, obviously guys, come on. Like the simplest little shit excites me about this fucking game. A shotgun for a sledgehammer. Come on. I want to hug the developers. Like you're giving me updates after updates that are just enhancing the game that are just making the game better. So of course I'm going to fucking love it. Of course I'm going to pour money into this game and support all of the the developers and the creators of this game because it's a fucking good game. For for people who play, you know, like Fortnite or Call of Duty or Rocket League, like there are problems in those games. The developers know about them, but they are much bigger games to fix, okay? When you have 47,000 or 470, no. Yeah, 470,000 people on a game at one time, it takes a while to, you know, fix some shit. It's like when you would play World of Warcraft and they were going to update the game, they would let you know like a week in advance. And then they would remind you again, like, hey, the update is happening this day, this time, Pacific Standard Time or Eastern Standard Time, you know, whatever time zone they were in. They were going to let you know. So you knew to plan ahead, like, hey, don't plan a raid for that day. Like, let's not all hop on at the same time because the game's not even going to be working. So there's lots of different things that you can discuss with your with your partner about why video games are beneficial, why they make you happy, why you play them so much, why you delve so many hours into these games. Like me and my boyfriend, oh my God, we have so many hours into Stardew Valley. Not only on the Switch, but on the computer as well. Same thing with Dying Light. My God, we need, we really need to play that game. I'm right up there with him and his buddy. So we just have to do one mission and then we're all caught up. We're all at the same, same spot. So now, now for you people who do have a partner who encourages you to game, like, fucking jackpot right there. I tell you what, jack fucking pot. Because it is so satisfying having somebody just look over and be like, oh, babe, that's awesome. Or like when I got stuck in Planet Crafter yesterday, okay, I was getting frustrated. I'm not gonna lie because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to go about it. And my boyfriend leans over and he's like, hey, what's the problem? Like, how can I help you? Okay. He helped me Google stuff. He helped me look stuff up because it was hard because I was already on the computer. I had Spotify playing. I was looking it up on my phone and I was just getting a little frustrated. 
and he helps me. It's as simple as that. Same thing with like Dying Light. When I couldn't figure out how he was jumping so far or like the paraglider, we just got that and I didn't understand how to use it. I actually had to reconfigure my keyboard because that shit was making my brain hurt. You had to push Z, Z. Like what kind of, what kind of fucking control is that? Like I changed it to G, okay? But <laughs> it's little things like that, that when somebody is encouraging you so much to, to get better, Man, it, it not only makes my fucking heart warm, but I mean, I don't know how to explain this feeling. My heart is very much happy. My brain is very much happy. And in turn, it makes me very much happy. Okay? Happy. Happiness. Woohoo! And to kind of bring it back around to, to House Flipper, all right? A couple of people had the reviews on this game that I, I just, I had to point out, all right? Now, we have Aggregator Metacritic. They had mixed or average reviews. Okay. Now, they had reviews about that, about how fixing up houses is satisfying, but they question the long-term playability. Well, um, fuck you, because I've been playing this game for four years, and... I am so invested that the long-term playability, like, I need to know who wrote this so I can let them know, like, this game is my fucking jam. This game is, I will never undownload this game, and I will own it on every single platform possible. I literally have it on my phone. I think the only one I don't have it on is Switch. Oh, new game to buy. <laughs> All right, we have a Kotaku uh, review that says, it's satisfying to fix up homes that are often extremely ugly or gross. You ain't wrong there. Some of these be nasty. One of them is fucking haunted, guys. Oh my God, I forgot to say that. One of the houses is fucking haunted. And I shit you not, you fucking see it because you've got to go down into the basement and like knock down a wall and there's some scary shit there. All right, sorry. Side note. <laughs> okay. Kotaku, um, manifesting your vision on a of a decent sellable house onto these garbage heaps feels amazing especially because it happens on such a granular scale. Yes, I fucking love this review because it is so true. And that is what I said in the beginning. Like you take these nasty, shitty, like one bedroom houses and you turn them into fucking paradises. My God, you guys, you get the island from fucking Dragon Ball Z. Come on. There's so much shit that I'm just like, it just popped in my head. Uh, Game Informer says, they had more mixed reviews. It says flipping your fierce first, fear fir that's too many Fs. Flipping your first few houses is fun, but the game doesn't have the scope or flexibility to stay interesting for long. Excuse me. Bullshit. You throw some fucking lo-fi cyberpunk music on in the background and you just fucking zone in like that's what I do. Okay. Lo-fi Spotify playlists. Boom. House flipper. Boom. Houses. Immaculate. Beautiful. Couldn't be better. Selling for a high profit. I've talked a guy up $75,000 to purchase that fucking house, okay, before my game got erased, obviously. But, okay, Game Informer, I love you. I've been collecting your Game Informer since I fucking, like, 2014, right? PC Gamer art review, not article, review. This is part of an article. There's a definite satisfaction in taking a gross room and making it look nice. Pretty cool you can knock down and rebuild walls. But I don't find the act of slowly and mechanically Painting and cleaning, much fun. Especially with the knowledge that my actual house could do with a bit of that. Now, 
agree with you on this. Solely just for the fact that you're right. You know, you go into some of these houses and you got to like fix up a room because it's going to be a baby's room. Okay. Well, the plaster's falling off the fucking walls. Like there's roaches on the floor. There's boxes everywhere. Like somebody threw a fucking party in that house. So there's wine glasses or wine bottles everywhere. Like it's gross. I get that. If your house looks like that, I said that so wrong. And then I burped. If your house looks like that, I apologize, man. You better, if you're going through a depressive state, like you better clean that up. There, there is a satisfaction with it. And for, for those people who don't like simulation games, you know, oh, why can I play a simulation game when I can literally do this in real life? Well, can you? Are you going to become an electrician? Are you going to become a plumber? Are you going to become a carpenter? Like, are you going to get certified to do construction work? Because that's literally what you have to do to fix some of these houses. No? Okay, then. Are you going to become a cop? No? Okay, get police simulator. Are you going to own your own aquarium? You know, be the fucking people from Tanked? No? All right. Aquarium designer. Aquatist. These games are out here for people who aren't going to go into a profession like that. All right? <laughs> Potion crafting? Like, hello? How many Wiccans and witches and warlocks are out there that practice this shit? Y'all are all over my TikTok feed, so I know you're out there. Like, you can make alchemy potions. How fucking cool is that? You want to run an animal shelter? Have you ever worked in an animal shelter? One, it's really depressing. I have back in like 2011. But two, who, why would you not? You're taking these little sick little doggies. You know, that one used to be in a dog fight ring. Like this one was found in a sewer taking these little sweet little kitties. Like this one's dirty, coughing up hairballs. Like it is satisfying to play a game that you can't do this shit in real life unless it is your profession, okay? So again, these are just reviews and they're probably really old reviews. They need new reviews from all of these new DLCs. But despite all re these reviews, it became one of the best sellers on Steam. Fuck yeah, it did. Probably because of me, <laughs> all right? It was non in a, non 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 I fucking hate my life. Nom, nominated, fucking yay for game simulation at the National Academy of Video Game Trade Review Awards. Did it win? I don't know, I didn't look into that. I apologize. Okay, and House Flipper was awarded the Poznan Game Arena Best Polished Indie Game of 2018. You bet your sweet fucking ass it was. Okay, even though the game was just in its little baby stages, like that's a newborn stage and the game was fucking amazing. Okay, we in and now like the maybe early teens, if that, what, four years down the road? No, I would say like almost teens. This game, you guys, has has brought me so much joy in my life at, at such little things, honestly. You could fix up a fucking ski resort. Well, not a resort, but it's like a ski house. So you gotta like remove the snow and shit. Like they give you so many updates. You get Valentine's Day shit. You get Halloween shit. You get... You get a double-shaped heart bed, like, oh, hanky-pank. Not really, you can't do that in the game. It's not The Sims. But there is so much fun shit that you can just think up. Like, if you want to just go the bare minimum, you know, make it like a hobo house. You can do that. And people will fucking buy it. You want to make a grandma house? Like, there's a family that has a mom, a dad, two, two boys, a girl, and a grandma. Like I buy the biggest house imaginable, fix that shit up. And I always make the grandma's room. Like she's got a cat. Everything is like bird themed. It's all floral. It's all brown and like yellow. You have visions. 
And it's just, it's so satisfying to do this shit. It's so satisfying. And I think playing simulation games, I'm probably just going to do it the rest of my life. I'll tell you what. In between playing, you know, like Horizon Zero, nope, nope, Horizon Forbidden West, and Dying Light 2, like, simulation games is where I'm at. I'll tell you what. I stayed up till like 11 o'clock last night playing them. I mean, by all means, like, be happy with the games that you're playing. But if, if your partner just doesn't understand or you want them to understand, just explain it as I have. Again, I didn't go searching for somebody that was like, oh, you play video games? Like, that's bullshit. Because I was already with somebody like that. But when I found somebody that encouraged me to do the most minimalist shit in a video game. I tell you what, my whole outlook on relationships and life had changed dramatically. So just have the talk. Do a little bit of research, you know, go into why you love this game so much and just have fucking fun. Okay? Don't let don't let these people control your life. If you want to fucking spend 364 hours playing a fucking video game and you spend that 15 straight days playing a video game. All right. GG, everybody. I'm going to tell you all right now, follow me on Instagram at oddball with two Ds. That's my personal Instagram. So if you want to see, you know, my lovely little family and all the shit I hardly ever post. (laughs) Follow me on Facebook at GF Guide to Gaming. You know, we got Stitcher. Podbelly, uh, RSS, Spotify, all of these. I'm, I'm actually, I, I say this so bad. I need to get better at this ending, but I'm working on a lot of, um, designs on my printful. So I've already bought a few samples. Uh, I have stickers. Um, I have hats. I have shirts. I just need to retweak the designs a little bit and get them full-fledged, like, out there in the market, ready to go. So once I have that, I will definitely be applying a link to hopefully all my platforms because, uh, let me tell you, just a few little tweaks here and there, and these things are already super awesome. So remember, stay low, go fast. Kill first, die last. One shot, one kill. No luck, all skill. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I'll be here next week. I'm going to let you all know how my first week of school went. So stay tuned for that. You guys have a wonderful day. Stay awesome. And stay up till midnight playing your fucking simulation games that you now are going to love. It's high noon. Enemy spotted. Whoa. I will send you to Jesus. I used to be an adventurer like you. I took an arrow in the knee. It's all part of the plan. Fight. Tell me how this feels. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Practical nuke incoming! Sea rush to shore.